Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Extra Point Show with Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're talking Eagles and Niners on first take right now. I'm so interested in this game on Sunday. The game of the week with the Bills off. And the Eagles are underdogs at home. And there's a lot of back and forth between the Niners players and the Eagles players on how much, not even how much, the NFC Championship game basically being a free win by Philadelphia. Which is absolutely right. No, Anybody that pretends to know how that game would have gone, you don't know. Whether you're a Niners fan or you're an Eagles fan or you're a player for either team, nobody knows how that game would have gone. We didn't get to see it. Nobody got to saw it. Anyways, 8030550 is the phone number. Let's go to Tim and Clarence. Hey, Tim. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. I'm just going to ask you really quick. I mean, I understand... And we're all frustrated by that prevent defense. It's horrible. But the bottom line is this. I think about, uh, okay, get rid of McDermott. Fine. And there is a thing that coaches take you just so far. Is that him too? Like certain I forgot the old coach of Cincinnati. took him just so far and he couldn't. But he ends up with Joe Burrow. Great. Uh, the new coach. But the bottom line is, okay, look what happened to Frank Reich. He was supposed to be this offensive genius uh, with Philly. Okay, fine. He won the Super Bowl. Everything went their way. He goes to Indianapolis, boom, fired. He's fired with Carolina. Um, so who do we get? And a lot of these college coaches are not really good um, NFL coaches. So we fire them, and then do you go from the coals to the fire? So I'm curious what you think. I'll hang up and uh, I'll listen to you. Thank you. I don't think there's much downside to firing McDermott. I don't think there's really much downside at all. I don't think the Bills can get – much worse than what we've seen this year. That's been one counterpoint I've heard a lot. You go hire Ben Johnson, just one name from Detroit, and you just you don't know that that's going to be better. Okay, but you're right. Anyone that says that, I don't know. I have no idea what he'll be like as a head coach. I know he's offensive. I know he's a great play caller, so I could be hopeful and optimistic. And if it works, my upside is I don't have a rotating door in terms of play caller on offense, which is one of the most important roles in an organization every two years. And my downside is what? 
What's my downside? Josh Allen's the quarterback. What's my downside? They're not going to be a, a, one of the 10 worst teams in football. It's not possible with this quarterback. Let's go to Mike in Amherst. Hey, Mike. Hi, Joe. Um, agree with you 100%. Um, doesn't matter who the coach is. The floor with Allen is, what, nine or ten wins, right? Like We don't yeah. know how the rest of the year is going to play out, of course, but you're right. With Josh Allen as your quarterback, you're, it can't get any worse. And my biggest concern is what if Brady continues to hit it out of the park with Allen and our offense looks amazing? We cannot let another Brian Dable walk out that front door. What are they going to do in that situation? Um, if the Bills actually miss the playoffs this year, which is it's insanity to say that out loud, how can Sean McDermott return as the head coach and not lose the locker room? Um, that's where I'm at with this. I, some of the other callers. Wait, wait. You're saying that. if they fired him, they'd lose the locker room, or you're saying the opposite? No, I'm saying the opposite. If they miss the playoffs, oh, I see. With Josh Allen in his prime. How can he return next year as the head coach and have people still believe in him? I I see what you mean. Um, it's 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 a question. I don't know where we stand to that. Where do we stand with the culture part of this? I mean, I hate talking about it because I don't really think it's that valuable. I think it's just something you say because you don't want to give away the actual meaningful stuff. The meaningful stuff to whether you win or lose is X's and O's and strategy. And coaches don't want to say that. So what do they they're going to talk for hours and hours and hours every year. What 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 is press conferences like 20 25 minutes per sometimes a little shorter a couple times a week. I mean we're talking days worth of Sean McDermott talking over the years. And the real stuff that actually goes into whether you win or lose, game planning, Xs and Os, player deployment, certain situations, different roles, X's and O's, strategy, all of that. He won't give you that. So, okay, that's inherent. We already know that. He won't give that all to you. So, okay, now what am I going to replace all of those hours of talk with? This. Culture. So, I already think it's overhyped in the first place. But part of what I think about with that is... Yeah, where what the player mindset? Player play, mindset. I can't believe I just said that word. Please fire me into the sun. I just said the word mindset. What mentally do players think of the coach right now and the building and the locker room? Because stories leak out of there, right? The Tyler Dunn piece after 13 seconds, where there was a, a brouhaha in the locker room after, and. There is, you know, coaches walking out the door. A lot of coach turnover. And, yeah, if you compare it to the league, it's not crazy a crazy amount more. But it's on the higher end. So, you've got the Dable, icy handshake with McDermott versus Dable with Allen, where, like, they're they're bros. Like, they're hugging each other, and, like, they, they you can tell they miss each other. So, I don't know. Is there a disconnect? There is some evidence where you could pick up these little clues and go, yeah, maybe. I wouldn't want to rule it out. That's what uh, that's the part I would love to know, though. We don't get to know, but I would love to know. Yeah, wh- Alan especially. What does Alan think of all this? And he might be perfectly fine with it. He says he's perfectly fine with it. He's got to say that. But my question would be about Josh. 
You okay with this going forward? Because the reason he's the one worth asking there, he's the only one, the only one that could do anything about it. The only way... Not the only way, but one of the one of the only ways that they get a different head coach is if the quarterback wants a different head coach. But at the same time, Allen, I mean, he would have a conversation with his agent even if he thought this, which we don't know. He'd have to have a conversation with his agent because if you start to make a stink about that and you try to make a power play to get a new coach, there is a consequence to that. The consequence to that is everybody now is going to view you as... Remember we did this with Jack Eichel? You're you're a coach killer now. You're uh, you're Rodgers. You want everything your way. You that that will come with it. So in that in that frame of reference, now that I'm saying it, I wonder if it even matters. Because if Allen, you know, was getting, you know, a little tired of the McDermott speech or, you know, if it was getting stale, um, would he even still do anything about it? Maybe he wouldn't, just because he would know what comes with it. Let's go. Keep rolling through phone calls here. We'll go to Mark in Buffalo. What's up, Mark? Hey, good morning. Hey, here's the bottom line with the Bills right now. Number one, and I know we all say whatever, but you can't lose what they lost on defense. And yes, we all wish they could be better, but they're not. The bottom line is they took a shot on an offensive coordinator who may be good in years to come, but he wasn't ready to be an offensive coordinator on a team who's ready to win the Super Bowl. Now they've got an offensive coordinator who's doing a lot better job or the team is playing better under him. That can be the only reason why. What you have to, you know, you lose to the Eagles in Philadelphia, that's fine. That can happen. You have to figure out why did we lose to the Jets? Why did we lose to the Patriots? Why did we lose to Jacksonville? Jacksonville's not that bad. Why did you lose to Denver? Those are the games that are coming back to haunt you, and they always do. We see it with the Sabres. They play like crap against weak teams who can get points. I know the Bills of Sabres football is different, but it's the same concept. You can't give away those games and those points in the NFL. Everybody wants to win, and those three or four games that they lost, now they're coming back to haunt them. Take two of those games back. What, they're eight and what, eight and four. You know, you just can't lose games that you're supposed to win. Maybe one, maybe two, but not four. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks, Mark, for the call. Just want to keep rolling through. We got a lot of phone calls to get to, so I'm just keep rolling through them. Uh, let's go to Tim and Clarence. What's up, Tim? No, wait, we already had Tim. Sorry. Uh, let's drop Tim there just to make sure we don't do that again and go to John and Hamilton. What's up, John? Hey, um, yeah, if you, I've always, always told in my athletic and business career to stay away from hubris, which, of course, is excessive pride or self-confidence. And when things are going really well, you know, always act as if you're still the underdog. I think in McDermott's case, he has such excessive pride in his defensive coaching abilities and he counts on the defense to win every game or perform in every situation where we know that's not true. It's not happening. And I think the best examples of that are, you know, not going for it with 20 seconds left. And a couple of games ago, not going on any of those fourth and one situations or even fourth and six uh, against Philly the other day. And I think it all boils down to him having too much pride 
in his own abilities and not letting Josh be Josh, as we always say. Uh, but, but, you know, I, I'm ready for a change. I'm ready for someone more willing to share in, you know, the glory. And I, and I, I really do think that's part of it. He has too much pride in his defense. And I would love to see someone, you know, more offensively minded, more open-minded uh, to listening to his players and listening to his co-coaches. And, uh, you know, ho- hopefully it'll happen. Uh, I would thank McDermott for his, you know, turning the franchise around. But I think he's, it's run his, his, his course already. And uh, there's nothing left for him to accomplish because he can't take us to the next level. Lost too many games on too many stupid plays that uh, other teams only, it only happens to them maybe once a season. It seems to happen to us four or five times a season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks, John, for the call. I teased on this. I teased uh, going into the break. The Bills' one-score game record and comparing it to Kansas City, which is always right to do because that's the standard. And the Bills, I have thought all along since Josh Allen's been their quarterback, there is no good reason why they can't be the Chiefs. Mahomes is a bit better, maybe a little more consistent than Allen. But you have the closest thing to that in the world. Why are you so far behind in your accomplishments? There have to be reasons for it. Okay, one reason why is in the last four years, we've, we've spent a lot of time on one-score games, and for the most part, and almost entirely, I want to say, it goes to luck. Generally. The Vikings last year were 11-0 in one-score games. We all knew that was lucky. This year, what happened? Five and six. All's right in the world. Of course, of course they're five and six. They were not going to be 11-0 again in one-score games. So a lot of it is luck. But once you start to expand the timeline, expand the sample size, maybe, just maybe, you can start to read into a trend. One score score game record over a four-year sample size. This is, I'm starting the timeline at when Allen got great. Allen got great. He got on that Mahomes level. Super Bowl expectations arrived when? 2020. So that's the timeline. 2020 to 2023. That's a four-year sample. The Bills' record in one-score games, including playoffs, in that time is 17-17. and 0-6 oh, last year really hurt it, but those count. 17-17. and 17. That's a f- exactly 500 win percentage. Kansas City in the same amount of time? 29-10. Twenty nine and ten. That is an enormous difference. An enormous difference. I'm not saying that a lot of that isn't luck. I'm sure a lot of it is. But I'm gonna have a tough time listening to it's all luck. Especially when we watch the coach make mistakes like he did at the end of Sunday's game where he knelt the ball. You are lighting six win probability percentage points on fire just because. You think that's what safe is. 
And I'm not saying Andy Reid is the best in the world at that either. Maybe it's a Mahomes thing. Maybe, I, I don't know, Kelsey, I don't know what it is. But that team, when get when they get put into one-score games, close games, they find a way to pull it out. 29-10. and 10. If the Bills, the Bills, if you didn't kind of pick up on this, you met, the Chiefs there played 39 one-score games in that time. The Bills have played 34. And that's because the Bills blow out teams more often. But if you just made the Bills' record, make their win percentage the same in that time as the Chiefs, it's an eight-win difference. The Bills would have 25 wins in one-score situations instead of 17. Eight wins! Two wins a year. That's the difference between being on the road and home in the playoffs. You want to know why Patrick Mahomes has never won a, played a road playoff game? It's because the Bills lose one-score games at a much higher rate than Kansas City does. And again, I don't even know how much of that is coaching versus luck. Luck is a huge part of it. But that's the difference. So who should I be mad at? Should I be mad at the football gods for that? Should I be mad at McDermott? Should I be mad at both? There it is, right there in plain English. That's why Mahomes hasn't played a road playoff game. That's why the Bills haven't been the one seed yet. That's why the Bills are 6-6 six and six right now, and the Chiefs are on cruise control. They'll make the playoffs and are in the one seed fight again. That's the difference. Right there. How many years do we have to go before it's clear-cut, okay, this is on the coach. Maybe it'll regress. Maybe it, it it does go back and forth. That's the thing. It does go back and forth. The Bills have had a year where they were 0-6 in one-score games. They've had other years where they were 7-3. and It does go back and forth. But let's try to let's try to see if there's a pattern there. Something's got to give. Either the Bills got to start getting some breaks to go in their favor and they'll be Kansas City or or what? Or Kansas City is going to start to have breaks go against them? It's more than just the Chiefs now. I know. It's the Bengals and it's the Dolphins and it's the Ravens and it's everybody. Now it's the Colts with Gardner Minshew. But man, that one-score game thing is terrifying. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.